songs. Hello, friends. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. I am joined today by my co-host, my guest co-host, Amy Albert. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm so happy to have you on the show. Uh, I'm and so you know, happy to see you. Amy, she's a she's a comedian. She's a all-around funny lady. And we are also joined by she's the creator of Reductress. She's also the author of There's No Manual. And she's been on the show before, so you know her and love her already. It's Beth Newell. Hi, thank you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm a little loopy today. I don't know why. Um, it's the, the moon, the full moon. It's probably, it's the full moon, Mercury and retro, whatever the fuck. So I have three kids. They are all boys. I have a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a 10-year-old. Amy, what you got? I got a boy and a girl. The girl is five and a half, uh, and the boy just turned three. All right. And what you got, Beth? I have a six-year-old boy and a girl who is about to turn five this week. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Beth, your kids are <laughs> hilarious. I feel like anytime I check in with you on social media, I'm like, they're, they're so funny and, and, we, and weird in all the best ways that, like, you and your husband are funny and weird, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like the this year has made them even weirder, and I'm, like, just, I guess this is the future of kids, I think. It's just totally yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Being in a house for 13 months straight will do that. If you were weird, you're definitely going to be weirder. Oh, man. I took my... You know, Beth... Yeah, um, oh, sorry. No, no. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Um, Beth, when um, your husband actually... Um, was one of the first people that found it I was pregnant because I was directing a story pirates callback or something or audition. <laughs> and I was like real early, like six weeks. And yeah. he held up your son. He's like, have you ever seen a cure baby? And I was like, no, I have never. <laughs> and then I kind of blurted out, I'm six weeks pregnant. So, and I, I should have oh. told, and she was like, oh, you know, and it was like all dudes, you know, he was in New York, like, you know, I think probably Skyping in then it was a while ago. Aww. But yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beth, I saw your husband on a commercial, on a commercial. Was it a, maybe even like a Super Bowl commercial? I think yeah i think he was on one that was like pre-super bowl he's on like a spectrum commercial or something right now well congratulations cool. yeah <laughs> nice. well oh what was i gonna say oh speaking of our kids getting super weird and clearly uh i got weird too um uh my my son odie my five-year-old recently was like he's been like pretty stoic and like cool about the pandemic and quarantine and and never seeing anyone and um <laughs> you know and it's harder i think it's a lot of times harder for him because he doesn't have classmates um over zoom even um and his his older brothers are kind of like they they pair up and he's a little younger and so they they don't always include him on everything so i think it's been in a lot of ways a lot harder for him um than for them uh, but he's like been very stoic and cheerful, uh, except that he will, he's like stalks me. Like he won't leave me alone. I have to play with him. Uh, he gets upset if I don't. It's, he says, I love you too much. I love you too much, mama. <laughs> now his new thing is, um, 
Thicky says, are you the best? Yes or yes? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's very sweet. That's he's so, so cute. heart is you. That's the other thing he said. He's very, yeah, what's the word? Effusive? My- <laughs> like, he's just very... Love. my daughter was like that with me for a long time just like glued to me and was like obsessed with me and she would just be like you're so beautiful and she would just say that. <laughs> and I was like I guess I need to not correct her on this like I would just be like okay yeah like I <laughs> my kids live in a world where I am the most gorgeous person <laughs> I love that you were like, I shouldn't correct her. As if the first that you were like, oh, no, I need to set her straight. Look. (laughs) (laughs) What part of you wanted to correct her? What do you mean? I just think, like, when we were growing up, I feel like our mom's generation a lot of time is, like, they were just constantly like, my body is the worst. I'm the worst. Like, (gasps) and so you just internalize that. And so it's, like, actually really hard to, like, just go along with it and be like, yeah, I look great. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. My yes. whole childhood was just my mom being like, like you just said, I'm the worst. Look at my fat. Look at this. Picking herself apart, which is fucked yeah. up when you look just like your mom and then you grow exactly. up and have the same body and you're like, oh, cool. I just yeah. like it's hard not to hear her voice when I look at myself and and look at my body because my whole childhood was her taking apart this face and this body. Right. But I do feel like it's been actually really healing to have a daughter who looks a lot like me because when you see your kids like chubby little thighs and stuff, you're like, oh, that's lovable. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not bad. <laughs> I, I also think that women our age, we, we uh, because of how we were raised, we struggle with compliments in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we have to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> you stop. You know what? You are. How about that? You are beautiful. <laughs> Can't just be like, thanks. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I did make this whole meal, but you poured the drink. So, so like- <laughs> we can just share. We can share it. Yeah. You're right. Like minimizing ourselves is so a part of the way we were trained to be. Yeah. Be humble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's just womanhood in general. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but I was gonna say that. Uh, I, so Odie recently, my five-year-old was. Um, we were just talking. We were just having an innocuous conversation about like school and the park or whatever. And he like started to like. He like broke down in tears and was like, "I miss oh. my, like I want to go to like." He was just. It, he really has not had that moment for this whole time and all of a sudden he was crying and stuff so yesterday we was it yesterday tuesday yes so yesterday we had like a picnic in the park with some of his like some of the families that went to his preschool and uh, some of the kids and it was like the first time we had really like socialized in a long time and it was really interesting because uh people like yeah we're all like off because we've all been like trapped in our homes with our kids (laughs) 
And there was like one mom who essentially it was clear that like this had been really hard. Her kids have been driving her nuts. And when I had said something to that effect that like, yeah, this is hard. And my kids are driving me nuts. She was like, oh, my God. Like she was so relieved that she wasn't the only was like, oh, my God. We're all so like, um, what, like, like a eight. What is it? Like not alienated, but we've all been like so isolated. Oh, my God. Yeah. That we forget. Yeah. I, I I went to an event in the park recently with parents and I like, it was like, I, ahead of time I wasn't even nervous or whatever, but then I got there and it was like, my brain just turned off. Like, it was like, I forgot how to talk to people. I forgot every single person's name. I did, I was like, who, like, and people, you know, people have masks on and you kind of forget you're going to show up and everyone, you're just looking at little eye slits trying to be like, oh, that's like my kid's teacher or like, who is that? Like, and you're like, it's just, I can't like, recognize I was... them without masks. Yes. And then they're yeah. like, hey, and with a mask, I'm like, who the fuck are you? I don't know. I can't remember your name, <laughs> even if I could see your face. Yeah. It's like, I was like, if I do that again, I need to like, kind of like rehearse in advance or something. Like, mm. I need to study. Like, cause I was like, I just wasn't at all prepared for a social interaction. <laughs> and I do think the masks make it so much more awkward because you can't give like social cues you can't just like smile at people you're just kind of like trying to come up with words to express facial expression oh my god yeah <laughs> I, i've been really over smiling with my eyes and i mm -hmm. and i think it, it looks kind of scary i feel like i'm like really like can't you see i'm smiling but it like probably looks really fucking terrifying amy i think like, i do that the same too. thing i think i just assume I, i've been smiling under my mask and assuming they could understand they that I'm it. smiling. <laughs> so then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Picture my eyes as my mouth. I'm smiling, smiling. Sam, are you okay? <laughs> also, like sometimes I'll go out with like a hat or, or sunglasses on or something, and it's like even less like field of vision or whatever. And then I'm just like I'm, I'm like a psychopath, like just like a faceless wanderer. <laughs> just like <laughs> I love that. Yes, yeah. Back a year and a half ago, if you saw someone walking around with a mask over their mouth and nose sunglasses and a hat you would be like that person is about to to commit a crime and i need yeah. to yeah. be alarmed and now it's so normal and now they're like so your kids in my kids class uh. <laughs> but you're right we walk around like the fucking uh like chevy chase as the invisible man or whatever i don't know we all get that reference is that a real reference was he the invisible man i don't but i did I've seen Chevy Chase on the street, and I feel like he kind of just wanders around like that. Like just, <laughs> In his daily he's, life. <laughs> he's, I think he's like one of those people who's like his brain got a little fried in the 70s, and he's just kind of... <laughs> I have heard crazy stories from people that we know. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah that he'll, like someone we know uh, was backstage at a show, um, we'll just say allegedly, everyone. Chevy Chase, please don't sue us. <laughs> and I guess he just slapped one of them in the face. <laughs> just oh, I've heard face. that story, too. You've heard yeah. that story, too? Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> just smacked what him in the, the face. 
fuck? That's crazy. Like a grown man smacking another grown man. And I could see how that could be funny. Maybe. Well, it's like a very 70s joke is like all all the jokes are like harassment yes. and like hurting people. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Have you ever yep. seen? You've seen the movie Mash, but uh, the Altman uh, movie Mash. Have you seen it? Uh, not in a while. Okay, it has not aged well. Um, <laughs> and it's so Hot Lips uh, is like the one woman on base, and everyone like fucks with her and calls her Hot Lips. That's kind of a problem. And um, <laughs> but so in the movie, they at some point she's taking a shower, and as like a prank, they like pull down the shower, and she's just like naked and wet in the middle of everyone, and they're like, ha ha. Oh, what a prank! <laughs> <laughs> and in the movie, it's also supposed to be funny. Like the audience is supposed to think that's funny, right? And it's yeah. horrifying. Like you just traumatized this poor woman forever. You've assaulted her. That's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's harassment, <laughs> dick bags. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the seventies. <laughs> yeah good thing we good thing we don't have armed forces anymore uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good thing women are safe in the military now <laughs> yeah we worked through all that stuff mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a post-racial society a lot has changed we're doing great, we're doing great. <laughs> here we are in the future um <laughs> <laughs> Now that life is starting back up again, I'm trying to make healthier, smarter choices for my family and myself. My kids are always begging for ice cream and cookies, and let's be honest, so am I. It's hard to find food that your kids will like that you feel good about feeding them. And that's why I love Scenic Fruit Smoothie Packs. Scenic Fruit Smoothie Packs are made with 100% fruit that is grown organically on their family farm in the United States. As a mom, I feel good giving it to my kids because there are no added fructose syrups, no preservatives, and no added sugars. Scenic Fruits Smoothie Packs come frozen to your door, ready to blend in great organic flavors like strawberry banana blueberry and mango strawberry raspberry. And my favorite, kale avocado banana pineapple. I know I just said kale and avocado, but oh my gosh, it is delicious and it's good for you. Their smoothies are rich in flavor and vitamins. Scenic fruit smoothies are also super easy to make. When I'm in a rush to pick up the kids from school, I can make a nutritious meal on the go. Or when my kids are begging for snacks like baby birds, I know that I can go to the freezer, rip open a scenic fruit smoothie pack, throw it in the blender, add eight ounces of whatever I want. I like to use whatever juice we have on hand and lickety split, I've got a smoothie. When I make them from scratch, it takes forever because I'm trying to balance out the flavors, make sure it's sweet enough, make sure it's not a weird texture. And I feel like I never add enough liquid and I'm constantly futzing with it. But scenic fruit smoothies are so much easier than that. I truly highly recommend that you try out scenic fruit smoothie packs. You can order them online at getscenicfruit.com. 
scenic like uh what a beautiful scenic view and use the code wmd to save 20 percent off your first order it's not available in all 50 states so check the website for details get scenicfruit.com code wmd for 20 percent off your first order let me tell you what uh let me tell you what's what's broken me so my kids so first of all This is like a weird double-edged sword. My kids, my older two, have reintegrated back into going back to school in person. (laughs) Which is amazing and complicated. Yes. (gasps) (laughs) Like even the night before they went back to school, I was like online, like like I was like on my phone, like checking all like the recent school voicemails and like emails, and I was like, I feel like there is information here that I am not understanding. Like even when we dropped them off, it was still like, am I doing this right? Like I think I fucked this up. Uh, there were just it was it's been very confusing and discombobulating, um, and so. We wanted both of them to do their afternoon, to do afternoon school. You got the choice of morning school or afternoon school. And we're like, let's do fucking afternoon school so we can all sleep and not get up at zero o'clock. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then our oldest kid went fucking rogue and he was like, all my friends are in the morning one. So I'm doing the morning one. And we're like, okay. Okay, well, maybe no. And he's like, nope, it's settled. And also, there is no afternoon one. We're like, oh, wait, what? He's like, so the school was like, if you want to do afternoon, then you had, you had to do it from home. And we're like, well, fuck that. I know they did that to us too. And I'm like, then why did you ask me? Because I'm like, then you just give us the fucking time and we'll be there. Don't ask. <sighs> And I'm sure, I'm sure it's up. been like so many weird cogs and wheels, like for them to figure out on their end. Like I'm sure it's been absolute insanity. But yeah, like our our eight year old was so excited to go back to his class, and then they're like, oh, and also by the way, oh, and I was like, when when our oldest went rogue and decided he was doing mornings I, I contacted the other kids principal and I was like can he do mornings because now ugh, it's, it's a mess and they were like no but then they were like it's too late I was like fine okay I understand it's a shit show on their end you know there's so you know they've got hundreds of kids to figure this out with but then they were like so Ajax will be in this other teacher's class now so he's like he was so excited to see his classmates so excited to see his teacher and they're like cool you're in a new class with a new teacher oh my god he was actually i'm like shocked i don't know what he he handled it it might be because we kind of lied about it um Because they were like, well, this is what we're doing for the, for two weeks, and then we're, like, reevaluating. Like, you can essentially go for two weeks and then be like, no, we're going to go home now or whatever. Like, if you were at home, you can be like, after two weeks, now we're coming back. Um, so you can decide. So we oh. were just like, um, so this is just – we um, for, for two weeks, this is what's happening. And then we just kind of, like, backed away. We're just like <laughs> – <laughs> So home. Um, yeah. Yep. So that's 
So he's in Gabriella's class in the same way that our dog still lives in Seattle. <laughs> Maybe we'll just kind of never address it. That's good parenting, right? Just don't ever address things and they probably go away. Yeah, they'll figure it out and like have no resentment. It's going to be great. <laughs> so our so to to make sure that everything like worked out we signed them up for the free sort of like uh, daycare thing that the school provides and normally that means that they would be um uh like doing sports and activities and there might be like enrichment um but <laughs> no uh what it means <laughs> apparently is that they <laughs> Is that they that two kids sit on opposite ends of a table and then they do that for hours. There are no activities, nothing. At all? There's nothing. So so of course <laughs> so of course the kids hate it. Oh my and God. I don't blame them. Um how is that yeah. They just sit there and I'm like, do you ever go outside? And they're like, sometimes, and it sounds like sometimes they go outside, but only if the people running it are like, now we go outside. And even then, it's like, it's like prison yard. It, it's like they, they're, they're not allowed to like touch and they're not allowed to play on the playground. And so there's all these <laughs> yes. awful, it's horrible. And it's horrible. And I get it. Like, I would hate that, too. And why Why wouldn't they just keep them outside the whole time? Like, it doesn't. Yeah, I would love to know that, too, Beth. I would love to know that, too, because <laughs> we live in California. You can be outside the whole fucking time. And there are right. all sorts of, you know, there's shade and stuff. They didn't set up like learning tents. No, they did that at Amy. My kids school. No, they no. didn't. You <laughs> they would think. <laughs> you would think with all these kids there for hours that maybe yeah. there's some kind of That's so plan. But there's not. Um and so far, you know, they've only been in school for like a week. So so I'm I'm trying to be like, okay, I'm sure. You, I don't want to make waves because I know, again, <laughs> the schools have a lot going on. Um, but that's, it's, you know, there's so much fucked up stuff. Like at one point, one of our kids like went to the lunchroom and asked for food and they were like, the people in the lunchroom were like, no. <laughs> so it just, everything's crazy. Everything's chaos oh, right wow. now. Like we, <laughs> we talked to the principal about that, but I'm, I'm not ready to be like, um, so the kids are like, board um yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting on that one um but yeah so that means that our our eight-year-old goes to school so in the mornings we drop the oldest one off at his school he goes to class then we we drop the uh eight-year-old off at his school and he goes to supervised care and he's there for from like 8.30 in the morning to like noon, um, just kind of like looking at YouTube and um, maybe playing Prodigy. I mean, luckily they all have screens now, that, but now they're in person and they're still on screens because there's like nothing else to do. Yeah, I don't understand why they're what? not like, here are our balls, go in the outside and play with them. They're... Everything about the public schools handling of the pandemic is just 
mind-boggling to me. I, I mean, I understand there's a lot of, like, red tape and, like, too much bureaucracy for anyone to be held accountable, but it's just, like, mm-hmm. tear it all down and start over. I, I just, like, And also, like, yeah. is there no innovation? Like, is there no one doing any kind of creative brainstorming? Like, how are we going to find ways for this to be fun or social or athletic you know I think from the very beginning of the pandemic I was like if you ask any parent I think the most important thing about your kids going to school is one they're away from you two they learn to socialize (laughs) with other kids so it's literally all that matters is that these kids are together in a space away from the parents I like I was like if we can spend all this money on again (laughs) our military (laughs) our military uh shower culture why can't we spend money <laughs> on like setting up some trailers outside these schools and having smaller class sizes and just having them all go to school? Like it's like, yeah. come on! Like I don't care who's watching our kids. Like hire someone from the neighborhood. That's what they do half the time anyway. It's like it doesn't <laughs> like. <laughs> but there you go. Like our military, you know. Well, I don't know. You know, our our police has tanks and helicopters and. But and then robot our, dogs. And what? Our robot, police have robot dogs. And robot now. dogs, but our kids, like, have to sit at a table and we have to do bake sales and shit. Come on now. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything's fucked. Burn the whole thing down. Start over. I agree. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, so the youngest goes to school... He's in aftercare. They give him lunch. He eats it, and then he goes to class, all right? And then the oldest one, as soon as he's done with class at, like, 1130, he goes to class for, like, 830 to 1130 or something. And then he, uh, and then he's there until, like, whatever, 330. Just kind of, again, like, just kind of, like, at a table with one other kid um on an ipad because there's nothing else to do or they're not like allowed to do it's so fucked and the the library is closed in the school i guess because because it's indoor i don't know i don't understand any of it so (laughs) so they hate it i guess yeah they're like the kids can't touch these books because they might spread germs so they'll touch all these screens instead like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess because it's their individual screen. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem good for their brain. Nope. Like, no. Nope. I-, <laughs> I don't think it is. I mean, it must be better for their brain than being home for the last 13 months, but I don't know. It seems really sad. Um, and, and so, so our, our eight, our 10 year old was like, is super pissed. Like, he hates it he hates it and he he's happy going to school but he hates being in the supervised care he doesn't understand why we don't pick him up like right away you know his his school we have to drive like 20 minutes and then bring him back and then his brother's school is in the same direction like 45 minutes um and we Mm. have to bring him back so it makes the most sense at the end of the day we we drive to uh the the youngest we could we drive 45 minutes away we pick up the eight-year-old then we go get the 10-year-old so that he doesn't have to be in the car uh extra and um but they don't they don't to them they don't understand you know you know kids don't understand what you do all day anyway 
And so they think right. we're just like at home watching TV or something like playing. <laughs> we're just like, uh, like, uh, you know, playing best fiends on our phones and being like, oh, the kids aren't home. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we're still I'm like, I'm still at home with our five year old and I'm trying to sort of make up for lost time with that poor guy and get his needs met and you know our needs haven't really been met for the last year trying to deal with that and work and um and so now we have all these extra kind of all this extra driving involved um and uh and yeah but but our 10 year old what has been breaking me is like our 10 year old just loudly complains about having to be in supervised care doesn't understand why we can't get him as soon as school is over. Oh. Um, uh, and uh, when I, and just like loudly, like, like yells at me and complains. And oh. when I try to explain that, like, hey, for the last year plus, daddy and I have been taking care of you all nonstop <laughs> and working and, and like, we're trying to I literally was like we're trying to like put our lives back together and like <laughs> yeah and he was just like so mad yelling at me and he's like mom he went inside the house when we pulled up to the house and he's like mama said she can't baby she's rebuilding your life he was so <laughs> He's just so mad and you know oh and if, like you said like it's just like thank god they're out of the house i'm so relieved they're out of the house um yeah that i kind of almost it's horrible but i kind of almost don't care that they're bored yeah because i need them to be out of the house and like yeah just fucking yeah. figure it out and that's the other thing i keep being like well just like figure it out like make it find a way for this this to work for you and uh yeah kids don't get that but your is your eight-year-old enjoying uh a little bit more is he enjoying the aftercare or? he seems to be having an easier time of it somehow i think his school might have like less strict rules about how, how they are comporting themselves outside like he said they were doing mm -hmm some sort of touchless game of tag where oh my god my kid too yeah. where it, shadow tag do they call it, he shadow, didn't call tag? it shadow tag but it was oh. sort of like if you're in the vicinity of someone then they're tagged then they're yeah, yeah. and they also won't let my kid run they say you have to scoot oh, no <laughs> so what weird. can't run my kid is five and a half and she's like like trying to get around like scooting it's so what? scary what i I'm like, yeah, they won't let the kids run. Why? Well, I mean, they have, and they have like that, the like police tape all over the playground, yep. all over the playground yep. stuff. Um, so the kids are just like longing for it, but they can't go near it, but they can scoot and also play shadow tag. So you know what? Everyone's having a great I time. I sort of wow. feel at this yeah. point that like, as long as they have their masks on and they're outside, it's probably <laughs> fine. Like, it yeah. is fine. I, this doesn't sound like anything that the CDC is recommending. This is just, it's like they're trying to break parents <laughs> and children. <laughs> they're trying to get us all to take them back <laughs> home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, where, where I live in New York, the playgrounds are open. Like, it's not, yeah. 
Oh, the public yeah. playgrounds are, but it's school. The school ones. They have all the equipment taped up. At, like, it's, on, it's the same. I don't know why they would do that, but. I just don't yeah. know why they're limiting so much outdoor stuff of all things. I like, yeah. I just, it doesn't make any sense. I agree. It's like, get let people be outside so that they're not indoors. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't understand why we haven't been back in school earlier and have everyone just be outside this whole time. Yeah. yeah. That's what they did during yeah. the uh, 1918 pandemic or whatever. They just did school yeah, outside. Yeah, so good. And then a lot of them probably I died. Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just have them go outside and, like, just give them some bourbon and they'll be fine. That's what they did. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's um, – but are you feeling – like, how are you It's feeling? great. Do you feel like you have more space yeah. in your brain? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time in over a year, the house is, like, quiet. Um, sometimes yeah. when my five-year-old is playing Minecraft, I am alone. And that's uh. really nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very hard because when he's not playing Minecraft, for example, or Goat Simulator, <laughs> um. What? <laughs> he really relies. You know the game where you're just a goat. Um, it's, called... <laughs> no. it's called Goat Simulator, and you're a goat, and you like run around and do goat things. It's ridiculous. But it... oh my god, I thought goat like stood for something nope. like going on against time. Nope. Going going out against time uh, simulator. No, you're just like a fucking goat and you go out and like run around with your goat friends and you probably have like goat outfits. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a super cute game. Um, so that in Minecraft, he'll like play that for a while. Um, and But if he's not doing that, he wants me to play with him. Like he'll he'll be like, let's build. <laughs> and I'll even be like, let's, why don't you build a castle with your blocks? And he's like, okay, mama, come on. And I'll be like, well, you know, I got, you know, I have some things to do. He's like, mom. So I, I feel very <laughs> obligated to play with him. And, uh, and I know he's been so lonely. You would think he would have learned how to play by himself by this point, but he hasn't. <laughs> I, yeah. I I recently tweeted something about like not wanting to watch my son play video games. Like he'll want he'll want us to just sit there and watch him mm-hmm. play. And I was like, and I was like, he needs to learn that people don't always want to do that. And people <laughs> on Twitter got so mad at what? me as like. <laughs> And I think I think it's just one of those things on Twitter where you see things out of context and just assume someone like hates their kid when they don't or something. You know, like they just like like assume all moms are terrible moms. Yeah. Well, I, but, I do uh, think that's sort of the assumption out in, out in the ether. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. The, but I was. People were so pissed and they were like, "Do you not know how to support your kid?" Like, I was just like, "What the fuck?" What? <laughs> no, they play video games so that I can do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like we bought them the video game. Uh, <laughs> now I what? That's crazy. Like, My kids I, do that yeah. too. They do this game called Geometry Dash. It sounds educational. It is not. It's <laughs> and you can build your own levels. And so they like to build their own levels, and then they have to show us. And so it's just five minutes of standing there looking at this thing, and then they'll. T- but then even though they built it, they will so they'll play it and then they'll like die and then they'll have to do it again. So they'll like play it, die, fix it, fix the coding, 
play it, die. <laughs> Fix the coding, play it, die. Wow. And then, and like, oh my God. So I just stand there for 10 minutes while they like play a game that I'm not <laughs> interested in. And then they die a bunch of times. And then they also fix the coding. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my son has been playing this game, this Mario game, where you have to find these moons. And my husband was sh like showing him that like if you can't find them, you can go on YouTube and like watch videos of people playing to find the moons. And so he kept asking us to pull up YouTube on our phones, and he was like, "Can you Google Moon Fifteen, Moonrise Kingdom?" Uh, and he would always ask me, and I was getting so tired of it. I was like, "You can't just be on my phone all day." So. Even though we don't that's, normally that's let him do YouTube. That's my job. That's my job. Yeah, I was like, don't you see? I'm the one addicted to my mm -hmm. phone. Um, so I was like, we don't normally let him use YouTube on the TV just because it's a landmine. But he, uh, I was like, finally just like, you know what? You need to learn how to look this up on YouTube yourself. And I was pulled up YouTube and like made him search on the Apple TV and so, so then he spent like an hour or whatever watching this guy play Moonrise Kingdom. And afterwards, he was telling us all about it. And he was like, "There's this really famous guy. He knows where all the moons are." And and <laughs> like, I love, I love that he thinks that that guy on YouTube is like super famous and well known for like. <laughs> That's so cute. But in a way, they are. There are these people on YouTube that are super famous to our kids and are like yeah. zillionaires who, and their job is to like play Minecraft or whatever and like <laughs> tape it and yell. And then they get millions of dollars and, and they're super famous to our kids. Yeah. And Ryan's world is oh. super famous at this point. Oh, boy. Yeah, don't get me started. Yeah, those like unboxing videos and all that nonsense. I can't believe your kid. I can't believe you taught your kid how to search for shit on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's just for that. What, what happens sometimes is like my husband will get mad at. Like, there was like a period where my kids kept watching Blippy, and my husband hated it. Which, granted, I know why. But he deleted, like, the app, the YouTube app, off the TV. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, one of those – it's always kind of a fight because it's, like, then I want to do, like, a yoga video yep. or something, and I have to put the app back on. And I was, like, can you stop deleting this app? So if it gets out of hand, we'll probably have to delete the app again, but we'll see. Yeah. YouTube on the Apple TV sucks because you, you – it's too bad you can't have – yeah, it's fucking stupid. My kids all, like, put on restrictions and stuff on their – on their user profile and they'll just log out of their user profile and then they can look at anything they want. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. What? And yeah, like if I, ugh, it's I a, stupid. It's fucking stupid. You guys, technology's <laughs> dumb. Ugh. Amy, please tell us what has broken you. Okay. Um, well, um, I don't know if you guys are like this. I, I'm just going to say it. I fucking hate the park. I hate it. I hate going <laughs> to the fucking park. I hate it. I hate all of it. I hate how much shit I have to bring and how I always forget my fucking earbuds. And then even if I do have my earbuds, doesn't matter because they need me to do yes. shit. Like push them on the swing. If every swing on the planet exploded and died, I would not <laughs> We'd have a be sad 
We'd have a party. We'd have a party to celebrate. <laughs> I, I fucking hate I'm pushing like, a kid on a swing. I hate it so fucking <laughs> Me much. Me too. I hate it. But it's also incredibly stressful going to the park regardless. Um, and a lot of the parks in L.A. are like surrounded, you know, by just open field. Mm-hmm. And of course, my brain is like, someone's going to come by on a skateboard and try to s- steal my child. Yeah. Like the worst case scenario <laughs> yeah. in every circumstance. So um, so I also I don't like outside and all the sun. So, um, <laughs> you know what I like? A dark bar. Okay. That's what I like. <laughs> and day drinking. That's what mommy likes. Um, but so... Um, but there's this park, um, that we go to that's actually like Kate, like fenced in. So I feel like less terrified. Um, and it's pretty small. And so we go there and it's in, um, a different, uh, we live in Van Nuys and it's in Highland Park. So it's like kind of a, like, oh, it's like an event. Like we're driving half an hour. Really quick. Like why I, when we lived in New York city, when we lived in Brooklyn and New York city, all of the playgrounds had a fence around it. And that way you Mm. knew that your kids could not wander (laughs) off and that you also knew if some creep walked in without a kid, you knew like because you would see them open the fucking door. Um, But (laughs) in Los Angeles, like all the parks are just open and they're also like really cool places for like transient gentlemen to hang out in. So then just like. You, you know your kid is playing and there's nothing really between them and this guy just kind of coming up like lurching towards them it's super <laughs> why don't they just fence them off it's so stressful, it's stressful. it is so and fucking stressful when you stressful. have little kids they'll just like run off and you just you want them to be fenced in hey, go yeah on. you know like yeah. my husband takes them all the time to the park and um Wait, and were you saying it's like he, a it's a hike though? Like you have to like go kind of far? Oh well, the one that we were, that we took them to, where where the thing that broke me, um, is like a it's like a park where we like meet up with people and we like it's like fun for us too. Mm. Um, uh, but the rest of, and you know side side note, my husband takes my kids to the park all the time, and there's one near us that's like open, and I'm so stressed the whole time and I come back and I report I'm like and then this happened and then this happened and then I had to pick him up and then then there was a man who I think wanted to take him I'm pretty you, you know just like just own episode of why mommy drinks every time you come home <laughs> exactly and he's what I realized is that he doesn't mind going because he doesn't see danger the way that moms see danger <sighs> you know yeah yeah i get that (laughs) yeah it's like how he he once said he's like sometimes it's easier to parent when you're not around and i'm like as he as he was saying that our dog was like dragging a whole like hoagie across our couch and i'm like you just are not fucking paying attention to anything yeah so yeah they um, don't see the danger because they don't see the danger they don't see the danger but when dads are with kids like especially with a bunch of dads watching kids it feels like those scenes in a movie where like an animated toddler is like walking on fence posts and like twirling and like almost falling and it's like just always like there there's just so many moments of like almost death and if you wander in as a mom you're just like what the like (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) yep 
Yeah. <laughs> it's to, um, right. Exactly. And, um, and I know that mom, all moms have that like Terminator scan and, you know, identify all the danger vision anyway. Um, but so, okay. So this park is like, you know, as stress-free as it can be. Um, and we were with our friends. We're having a great time. And, you know, there's, most of the kids are really little. Um, I, I think the oldest kid that would come to the park is like seven. So like, you know, my kids are in a good range. So my daughter, um, uh, who, by the way, loves being back in school so much. And I was the one that was crying and crying and crying when I dropped her <laughs> off. And I came to get her and I thought we were going to run at each other and be like, babe, I miss oh you. God. And then we twirl around yeah. in slow-mo. <laughs> and she was like, what up? Like could not give a shit. She did not care. She's like just thriving and I was like oh okay well I'll just be the one suffering um but uh, <laughs> it's fine but um so we're at this park and my daughter's like really friendly and and we'll play with kids of all ages so she was like playing hide and seek with this girl uh and then all of a sudden she comes walking over with like her hand underneath her shirt um like ho- like poking it out and crying and I was like I didn't see her crying at first. I thought she was like maybe trying to like smuggle yeah. like a treat or something. And I'm like, girl, just have a good yeah. treat. I don't even care anymore. But um, but she was crying and I was like, oh my God, what happened? She lifts up her shirt. A kid bit my kid, broke the Whoa. skin. Yuck. On her stomach? What yeah. the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah. This kid should, right? A, have a mask on. Right. Be, well, so not be touching her. Period. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and as and as you know, for me co-hosting this, and then the listeners know, I I'm no stranger uh, to a fight with someone I don't know. So I was like, I'm like, what's up, motherfucker? Um, I swear, I fucking like lo- lost my mind immediately, um, and I was like. Who bit you? Like running through, like who is it? Was it her? I was like pointing at kids, and she was like, "No, crying." I mean, who? You tell me who did this to you? Like Jesus Christ! So um, no one was at my level. I get it, but like, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Who the? So there's so many layers of what the fuck. I get it. (laughs) Yes. Um. Oh, I was so upset. So. And so uh, she took me to over to the place and she was like, kind of like, didn't want to tell on the kid. And I'm like, you tell me. Then the mom sees me like, basically like my head is on fucking fire. And she was like, um, uh, I think it was my kid. And I go, oh, it was. I lift up her shirt and I go, cause that's real big. Like I was like, hold my nails, hold my earrings. I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. Um, which is like read you were coming and by the out. way I was coming like yeah no one was at a because two. everyone was still at a two. <laughs> well, I mean maybe she shouldn't have told her kid to bite your kid like that. I know. I'm like the- <laughs> exactly. I'm like I'm like look I tried telling my kids to bite other kids and it it's a lot of lawsuits that you don't you know um well so and so she was like and so then the kid toddles out he's like 18 months or younger he was a little kid a little boy and he was just like uh, like first of all I don't know I don't know the scenario about how my daughter's stomach was exposed and how like the whole like I I like couldn't traumatize her and like have her walk me through it. 
because there were so many weird <laughs> steps that were involved, like getting to this point. But, <laughs> but I was like, and so I was like so mad at this woman for no fucking. It's not because you still had all these uh, feelings. Now you didn't know where to like put them, right? I didn't know. Yeah, I'm like, no, they're freaking. Out. Yeah, and so and um. And yeah, when I, I was like, cause it's really big when I showed her and she was like, oh, and then this adorable little sharp tooth cherub walks around <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I I'm automatically, of course, was like, oh God, I can't be mad at this. I obviously can't be mad at a baby um, <laughs> I, or, or this mom. Um, but so I, okay, no, uh, yeah, uh, we understand. And of course, my husband is always super chill. Like, he's never been in a stranger fight, you know? But like, my, so he was like, mm-hmm. so we walk her over, and I'm like getting out the, you know, the, <laughs> the um, first aid kit, like very dramatically, like bit, like big movement, so everyone sees. <laughs> like it's like so insane um and so the and she's like still crying and upset and and so then the uh and then I immediately because I'm a fucking pile of garbage started like talking parents to my friend I'm like okay um could she be any less um uh worried about my and everyone was like yeah no it's a kid. I'm like, I'm like, it's not the baby's fault. I get it. Okay. I fucking get it. Like, I'm just so fucking worked up. So then the lady, the, and then, then the parents were like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get the fuck out of here. So they like, you know, put the other parent, the, the parents the of the little baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, we gotta yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That woman is really I pissed. I think the phrase um, would be misplaced rage, right? Like, oh, for just, sure. For sure. Um, and so they, then they kind of came over. Wait, really quick. And also just the fact that you had all this rage, found out it was a baby. It was almost like rageous interruptus. Like you, you couldn't (laughs) like ejaculate your rage like you needed to, you know? (laughs) Exactly. I couldn't express it. So it was just like in my body. (laughs) So I was so upset. And, and I, you know, of course, like, I, I'm going, like, I'm a reasonable person when I'm not drinking. And, uh, and I wasn't this morning. <laughs> so I, <laughs> thank God. But so I, um, you know, I mean, obviously, I, I couldn't. And, and, of course, no one was like, yeah, you should be mad at that mom. It's not that mom's. It's not her fault, obviously. Um, and so she comes over. She's like, I'm really sorry. And my husband was like, no, 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 we get, we get it. And I almost... All my rage almost turned into murder of him. I'm like, why aren't you? Def-? I'm thinking, why aren't you defending our daughter? Like a psycho. Um, but I, of course, and then I had to like do that thing where like you're so mad, but like you're smiling and you're like, no, 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 it's fine. We get it. <laughs> no, we're good. Like, yeah, because you don't want to fight in front of your friends. Ugh. Yeah, but also like I don't want to be like the most insane person anyone has ever seen or known, like yelling at a mom and her toddler. Baby. So, um, and so, you know, uh, the, they leave and they apologize. And of course, like, you know, it, it calms down. And I, but I, I keep trying to talk to my daughter about it. I'm like, honey, I'm so sorry. Cause, you know, we're big on like, your body is yours. No one gets to touch your body ever. No one gets to say anything about it. You are in charge of your body. <laughs> she said, she goes, mom, 
so many things just happened. Like she like, <laughs> couldn't break it down. She was like, ah, oh, just so many things. And then we pushed up and then she just fucking got over it and walked away. And I was like, okay, okay. Uh, it was She's like, mom, you'll learn how to process this in time. <laughs> <I know>. but... <laughs> she, she's like, have you considered going back into therapy? Because um, you're really teetering off the edge of being okay. <laughs> so many things have happened. I was bit, but also I need to think about how you just reacted. <laughs> like, you're a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh God. So yeah. So I really had to like. But so that was oh, it. Oh my God. Uh, I love. Uh, is it your yeah. daughter? Like every time, I feel like you've told stories before where one of your kids will be like, "Mom, get it together." Is it her every oh. time? Yes. Yes. She's like, what? What did she say the other day? She was like, "Oh, she said." Uh, she goes, "I'm like, uh, hey, uh, how's your dinner?" Or whatever it was. And she goes, live in the dream. The way that I say, live in the dream. <laughs> like, like, I was like, oh, man. Wow. I'm, wow. I'm a little glib. And apparently it's rubbed off on you, my daughter. <laughs> Just live in the fucking dream, mom. What does it look like? Kids biting me. I'm in fucking... <laughs> I'm in kindergarten, but I can't uh, run. Oh what, do you, what do you want from me? Oh, my God. <laughs> What the? So, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> oh. My my son likes to do a thing where he'll take like a sip of milk or something. He'll go, I'm too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> he he knows we love it, so he just keeps doing it. <laughs> How does he know he has to take a drink and then do it? That's amazing. That's when your dad's an improv teacher, that uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! When little kids say like adult phrases, I mean, it, it is the, quite possibly the greatest part of parenting. Yeah. It is so delightful. Yeah. It is so delightful. It's so funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One of Odie's like first. One of Odie's first phrases was, oh, shit. And it was yeah. so, and he would drop it in the conversation, like, really casually the way we would. I'm just like, oh, shit, I forgot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit, mm-hmm. look at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love it when kids swear. I think it's so fucking funny. Oh, man, I forgot to tell you all <laughs> the best part about my story. I just realized there is a kid in the after school program with my 10 year old who my son hates. And now he he claims that this kid is a bully. Uh. However, everything that my son has told me tells me the opposite. Uh. Because maybe this kid started it, but my kid is escalating it. And he is bullying this kid back. And he, like, has his, like, I'm sure this kid is a dick because recently (laughs) I went to pick him up and they were like, look, Rex and that kid have been really getting into it. And she's like, we talked to, so um, the kid's name is, well, maybe I shouldn't say his name. We'll just say yeah. Kevin. 
The kid's name is Kevin. She's like, we we already talked to Kevin's parents, and um, or no, when she was like, we we're trying to talk to Kevin's parents, but it's hard. He's um a lot or something like that and we're like oh, oh. so so everyone acknowledges yeah he sucks. everyone's okay. like yeah, this kid sucks but my kid yeah. but my kid is like really he he was like oh i have this thing where my my uh ipad will say like shut up kevin like and, <laughs> and he'll like get in the car and he'll like play it and he'll be like and i'm like and I keep trying to say, like, Rex, don't – it seems like you're being a bully. And P.S., he's a total bully at home, so he probably is bullying him. Oh, like, it's not a far-fetched idea. Like, if you if you bully your brothers and your parents, then you probably bullied this dick at school. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but he changed it also so, like – if 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 any grown-ups are around, he just makes it say "Shut up, Kevin" in Chinese. Oh my! So his iPad's like "Shut up, Kevin! Shut up, Kevin! Shut up, Kevin!" in Chinese, and like Kevin likes to play with Barbies and stuff like that. And I'm just like, gosh! And I have Barbies are gold. I had to be like, well, what? Even if he did like to play with Barbies, come on, Rex! Like that's not. It's fine to like. There are so many. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So <laughs> your son is so smart. My God, how was that an example of him being smart? Because he figured out how to. I mean, that's oh, like that's some like com- that's some trolling and some shade on another level. You know? Yeah, like, that's, that's amazing. Some, like nerd bullying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. He has. He really does have the market cornered on trolling and shade. It, it's like that in our house. Even he'll say just fucking brutal shit to Ari, his dad, all the time, and you're like, oh my god, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Beth, please tell everybody what has broken you. It's been forever since you've been here. I want to hear oh, it. Oh, man. Well, okay, so I guess the story that was coming to mind was earlier this year. So we moved, and we were we wanted to start our kids in school at the beginning of the year so, so that there would be some sort of stability in this insane year. And um, But we weren't able to get into our home yet, so we – lived in an, a one-bedroom airbnb the four of us for like a month <laughs> which is like which is like it was it, in retrospect it's like was worth it but it also was horrible um and like all the quarantine stuff just sort of compressed into an even smaller space and um we like it, there was just no it was one bedroom and it was like you know a kitchen that attached to the living room so there's really like no room to go to and I really am someone who needs I'm like sorry, alone time. Beth, hold on. What, Odie? <laughs> Your head hurts. Is daddy here? Oh no, he's not. Okay. Um are you okay? Are you gonna throw up? Mm. Why does your head hurt, do you think? Did you bang it on something? No. Come here. Look sorry guys. He's so cute. I can't he's so cute. Your ears all red. <laughs> Were you laying down? Oh. Are you okay? <laughs> sugar here's what i want you to do uh i want you to uh go tell rex i want you to go uh, go tell rex that he needs to come here to talk to me and then i want you to go lay it down in your bed or or on the couch your choice okay can you do that 
All right, I love you. I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Oh, so sweet. The face. He's so cute. Oh, close the door. Face is so cute. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Sorry, so one. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we were living in this tiny apartment where I couldn't get any alone time, which is literally like the thing that helps me keep my sanity together. And it was like, and it's a pandemic, like Brooklyn. So it's not like you're going to just like go wander the streets all day or like be go anywhere, basically. So, um, uh, Beth, I'm sorry. Hang on. <laughs> what, Odie? I want Rex to come here so I can tell him what to do. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. There, there are going to be a couple of interruptions. I apologize. It's okay. You're perfectly illustrating what was going on with me in this tiny apartment I was living in. Beth, <laughs> Beth, I also need alone time. That's like something I need to like recharge. And I, I yeah. lose my mind if I can't have that. So I feel you. I think, I think some people, I feel like don't get it. Like they think it's just like a desire, but it's like a need. Like it's like a physical need. And I think, you know, some people have more of that than others, but it, I just, my kids were always there and they had, we had started them in school. So they had gone from months of quarantine, just being around the two of them, like themselves, not leaving a house. I'm sorry, Beth. Hold on. <laughs> Hi. Yes. So, um, so Odie has a really bad headache. He's not feeling well and I'm in the middle of the podcast. Can you do me a big favor? Oh, yeah. Um, can you, first of all, can you get him a glass of ice water to drink? Thank you. And then also here's, those are my friends. Say hi. Hi. Hi, buddy. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. And then, um, <laughs> you're so uh, sweet. I want you to go so into cute. the medicine basket that's in the kitchen above the ice maker. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you uh, just, yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. He gets it. You're trying to embarrass yourself as much as possible. You're trying to embarrass yourself. <laughs> so. Um, and then I need you to go in the medicine basket and I need you to get, um, the medicine basket and bring it up here to me. Can you do that? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So my story of what broke me was earlier this year, uh, we, we moved during the pandemic. So we, uh, we wanted to start our kids in school at the beginning of the year and we didn't, you know, want to switch schools during the year and have any more chaos in this already crazy year of no stability. So we just, we couldn't, we couldn't get into our new home for a month. So we decided to stay in an Airbnb nearby for a month. And so the four of us were living in a one bedroom Airbnb for an entire month. Um, and it just sort of was like, it was like quarantine with like the walls caving in even more on me and I just, I'm, I'm someone who really, really needs my alone time in order to function uh, in any capacity. And so it was, it was really overwhelming. Um, and we, uh, we, so we're in this Airbnb, there's like a kitchenette that's on the lips, like the living room area, which was also my children's bed like the the wait the, so they, there was like what was the sleeping situation you and your husband in your room and then the kids in the living room 
Yeah, it was like me and my husband in like a full bed in the bedroom and then <sighs> the kids in like a pull-out IKEA couch in the living room next to each other for a whole month. And like and we we were just like we have to just get pushed through this and like it'll be worth it on the other side, but it was just like so intense. And we were like we were bringing our kids back to school for the first time in months, so they had only seen each other for many months. And they like it, it, and they hadn't left the house, so we were walking them to school, like, 15-minute walk, which they weren't used to, and then they'd be, like, actually stimulated by school and wearing masks all day, and, like, it was just so, such Oof. a sensory overload yeah. for them. So then they, they'd come back to this tiny apartment, like, climbing the walls, like, stressed, like, they like it was like, <laughs> we were all just in shock, and, um, and it, was just, it was like, and it was like a dark apartment like a basement of a brownstone Ugh. kind of situation so it was oh, just yeah. like very claustrophobic <laughs> um and it was like and also like I I don't know if you've ever done apartment living with small children but it's just like the when the tension builds and you know you're gonna like be screaming at everyone but you also know there's someone directly upstairs just judging your parenting and your <sighs> entire life and it's just you're it's just like so stressful <laughs> Uh, not to mention, you know, the pandemic we're all living through. That was still very much like uh, a part of our our mental health. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, we we survived it and we got through. It. But it was just like I, I was. I just feel like there, you know, I don't know if this happens to you, where like when you have big life events, somehow they all like are on top of each other, compounding each other. Like I am like we ended up moving the same month we got married for some reason. <laughs> and then it was like, I was like, we're moving in a pandemic, but it's worse than moving because we're also living in this tiny space. It's just like, why do we do this? You were like, and also you're, you, you were living in this tiny apartment and it was like bookended, right? It was like bookended with moving out of your old place and then moving into yeah. your new place. And like yeah. being in limbo itself is so stressful and you don't have everything right. you need and ugh. Yeah, like we don't have all their toys. We don't have all of our stuff. It's just like <laughs> you don't have your self care items yeah. and your essential oils. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, you know what? I'll just do. Oh no, I don't have that. Well, you know what? I'll yeah. just uh, do this thing. Nope, I can't do that because I don't have the thing I need. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds hard. <laughs> but yeah, we got through it somehow, and I. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, moving in a pandemic sounds yeah I, hard. I mean, moving with kids is hard. Period. Yes. Yeah. I do feel though, like I mean, we are like have lucked out in a lot of ways compared to like what so many people are dealing with this year in the pandemic. But I like, I just feel so much worse for people with small children because like the like my kids are five and six now, and like. Even a, a year ago at the beginning of the pandemic, they were much needier than they are now. And I think, like, I'm just so glad that, that they can be put in front of screens. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, so, when, so did you ever get to a point where you did explode and start screaming at everyone and just now the neighbors like, and the neighbors looked at you weird every time you saw them in the hallway 
There's definitely <laughs> fighting. I don't know, like, I am kind of the person who, like, instead of exploding at people, I just sort of implode internally. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I'm sure there was fighting, but I don't think it was super loud. I, I felt so bad for the, like, the people who owned the Airbnb lived upstairs. So I just felt <laughs> oh. very, like, over, like, overly aware of, like, them hearing us and just like they were very nice and I was just like you know and like thank you for letting us stay in your home during a pandemic you know but it was just like uh it was just yeah I I was so glad to be out of there and like and we were able to move into our house like a couple days earlier than we expected which obviously we jumped on and I was like yeah. there was you know there's like things you want to do before you move into a house like maybe finish the floors or like reseal the countertops or whatever and all of that stuff I was just like no, I was like, we're moving in. Like, I was like, I don't, like, we don't have time. Yeah. Like, I was, like, I, was yeah. like, I will kill all of you in the next 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to be in the paper. So, um. <laughs> yeah, there's a name for, like, uh, this is dark. There's a name for men who kill their whole families. I forget what the technical term is, but it's like. Oh, like fratricide or something like that like or i thought it was like family eliminator or something yeah, yes i think that's right something i think like that's that. right so yeah you were almost a family eliminator yeah. uh, i mean maybe a, a woman's done that before but it's usually yeah. men um <laughs> i'm just like, like pat patricide maybe you're right no. maybe it is a something patricide. side yeah um, but i thought it was like i, just, I thought it had a really there. clunky name just like <laughs> Like family eliminator, or <laughs> anyway, that's my new screenplay. I was just running it by you all, pitching it. It's called Family Eliminator. It's, <laughs> it's a comedy. I'm just picturing. I'm picturing myself with two like dull Airbnb knives, like rubbing them together, like <laughs> family eliminator. I... <laughs> You're like, no, yeah, all family time and no alone time. Makes yeah. Beth a crazy girl. <laughs> oh man, that's a good tag. Thank you for your movie I, that you guys are now going to make. I may have stolen it from um, uh, The Shining. All right, I'm sorry. I fell asleep midway through my what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, hi. Um, that's awful. And I'm so sorry you had to live, had to live through that because that's uh yeah yeah that would break that would break me that would break anybody holy shit yeah. yeah well and for that month whenever I ran into like when we were dropped the kids off at school and I ran into other parents like if they asked how I was doing I was like we're still living in the one bedroom Airbnb like it was just like <laughs> I just like couldn't talk about anything else I was like. Well, we're living in a one bedroom right now. So, you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. how you started every sentence. Like, yeah. We're living in a one bedroom Airbnb. I will take the number four. Like, everything is like. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Sometimes you have those raw moments, dude. Like, I seriously, yeah. over the last year, went through at least two, like, nervous breakdowns. And during one of those nervous breakdowns, I, um, I did an interview with some like uh, 
a journalist and um and I did someone's <laughs> podcast and I am so unhinged in both of them like it's so clear I'm like so raw and it is the same sort of just like, well and so where do you see yourself going well I live in a one bedroom with my whole family right now like just, oh. <laughs> I live in a van down by the river. Oh, man. Beth, what would you like to promote? I know you, you said you, you stopped doing your podcast, but for people listening, you might recognize Beth from the podcast that she's done for a long time with her husband. Yeah. Which is... It's called We, we Knows Parenting. We Knows Parenting. Yeah. We Knows Parenting. Yeah, we know it's hard. Because my, my son, when he was bad, if he had done something bad as a toddler, we would say, why did you do that? And he would go, we know. And that's how we, we came knows. up with the name. <laughs> 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 ah, that's so funny. But, but yeah, so what's going on? What do you want to, you know, no pressure. If nothing's going on, it's a fucking pandemic. But if there's anything you want to promote or tell people to go check out or follow you, let them know. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter, Instagram. You can buy my book. There's no manual, honest and gory wisdom about having a baby. Um, buy it for your pregnant friends. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And Amy, what what can people check out? Um, Where can they follow you? You can find me in a, a, a Valley Target dressing room sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> right. um, Yelling at strangers but, uh, at playgrounds. Yelling at strangers in the park, please. <laughs> Stop biting my children. Um, uh, I'm just on, you know, I'm just really on Instagram at Amy Albert Cobb. So, you know, that's Oh, it. boy. Well, Beth, you're doing a great job. You truly are. You too. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on the show, Beth. I'm so glad that you came back. You're, you're so funny. And uh, and uh, I, I was, it was really nice just to get to hang out with you. And you too, Amy. Yeah. Great job. You You're doing a great job. Thank you. You are both doing a great job as well. Thank you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you find yourself uh, <laughs> trying to explain to your child that he can't bully the bully, uh, or if you find yourself uh, unable to ejaculate your rage... <laughs> you find yourself when people just uh, see you on the street and they're like hey how you doing and you'd find yourself just yelling that you are living in one bedroom and you're you might kill your family <laughs> just know that you are doing a great job my mommy drinks Hi, my name is Eve Sturgis, and I have one question for you. Did you ever think about how much sex it takes to build a family tree? Those recreational DNA companies like 23andMe and Ancestry have such wholesome commercials about being Irish or Italian and connecting family and learning about heritage. But really, it's all about sex. Trust me, I made an entire podcast talking with people about the shocking discoveries and the deep, dark secrets that come to the surface with a few drops of spit. Season three of Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is coming at you April 16th from Campfire Media on all the pod platforms. 